One of the most critical parts of dropshipping is finding winning products. And I see far too many people playing the guessing game and not having any success. So I actually put together this gift for you. It's the ultimate guide to finding winning products. It's actually the same concepts that I use that lead to $1,000 days in dropshipping for me. And there's a lot of people that ask me, so I've actually recorded this workshop that I did in Chicago, and it lays out all the strategies. There's criteria, free methods, paid methods, the works, even some things that even pros don't even know about. And I put this together and bundled it in a gift for you. So all you need to do is go to products.techmoneytalks.com. Go to products.techmoneytalks.com. It's actually my gift to you to help you find winning products. Let the data guide you. It's not a guessing game. It's right there in front of you. Once you see it, it's a numbers game, and it's really awesome. Hey everybody, Brian McCumber here with Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Kyle Karsh as a special guest on the show. If you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Kyle started his dropshipping business when he's 18 years old and now he's 22 and is a multi-million dollar producer. Done over $5 million personally last year. Kyle continues to raise a bar and he's been keeping it real. This brother's been keeping it real the whole time. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Kyle's been absolutely killing it in e-commerce and with his closest friends, he calls his brothers, they live and run their e-commerce business out of a 13,000 square foot mansion. One of them being Danny Rowe, who was a previous feature guest on the show. And it's just really awesome. As a syndicate group, they produced over $25 million last year and they are major players in the e-commerce space. Time is money, and everyone's looking to get a piece of their time, and I'm so happy to have them on the show today. Kyle, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Hey, Brian. Uh, quite the intro, man. I, I greatly appreciate that, and it's uh, it's an honor to be on the show today. Awesome, brother. Man, glad to have you, man, for sure. Yeah, this is really, really great stuff. And I tell you, man, you know, mentioning Danny, you know, back then, I say that was one episode. What you guys are doing, you know, that was one episode that, you know, I personally I've listened to that, you know, multiple times over and over again, getting those little bits and nuggets, you know, into what you guys are doing, because you guys are absolutely crushing it. I mean, it's just really amazing. So really great stuff. I'm excited to have you on the show, but I'd say maybe for the audience, you know, we start out, we take a step back and maybe you could share your journey into e-commerce and dropshipping. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd love to share my story for the audience. Um, so yeah, I, uh, growing up, um, you know, I never really liked school. Um, school was never for me. Now, I was the kid that, you know, I could pass the test, but I didn't want to go out there and do the homework because I knew it wasn't worth my time. Um, <laughs> you know, when I was 16, um, I started connecting with entrepreneurs, with CEOs, with business owners, millionaires, people that were very successful in their profession. Um, at that time, wow. I knew that I didn't necessarily want to go to college and I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, so I needed to get around these people and figure out, you know, 
at that young age, like, what can I start to do? Um, like what habits can I start to create right now, uh, to improve my life? So that the time comes when I graduate high school, you know, hopefully I don't need to go to college. And essentially what I learned when I was 17, 16, after connecting with all these entrepreneurs is, you know, if you have something to run with out of high school, you know, run with it. But if you have absolutely no idea what you want to do and you just don't like the idea of, you know, having a job or going to school, then that doesn't make sense and you need to go to college. Mm-hmm. So what my senior year, I set out and, you know, I said, all right, what can I figure out to do with as a broke, you know, kid? I didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah. I don't have money to invest in a business. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling my parents, so I want to be an entrepreneur. And they're like, oh, you're broke. You know, you, you can't start a business. You have absolutely no money. You know, everyone's telling me things like this. And, you know, I never cared what anyone said, you know, it's, it's all about what you believe in yourself. So I found something called wholesaling and real estate. And then I found Shopify and I heard about kids up at Penn state that were apparently making millions of dollars in their freshman year in e-commerce, um, running online business. And that really intrigued me. Um, so what I did is I can, Continued to try to connect with entrepreneurs, you know, in the spaces that I wanted to get into. Uh And I wanted to find a mentor that I could really connect with, spend the majority of my time with and and really soak up the information and knowledge that they have. So an opportunity I had that came up when I was, uh, had just turned 19 was one of the entrepreneurs that I had always been talking business with since I was a young teenager. He had just exited a company for eight figures and wanted to start another business and, you know, not be as involved from the start. And he knew how hungry I was as a young teenager wanting to get into business. And this was the time where I was about to go to college and, you know, excuse me, my parents had forced me to go to community college because they, you know, they had both had master's degrees and that's, you know, what they knew. And that's, you know, what they thought was the only, you know, route that I could take. And luckily right before I had started classes, um, this guy had asked me, Hey Kyle, do you want to start this business with me and, and lead the sales role and, and start the business from the ground up with me and I'll mentor you and I'll show you how to grow a business and, and all of that. And to me, that was the most exciting opportunity I had ever had in my entire life. And my parents already knew that I was connected with this man and, and knew he was very, very successful. So, you know, they believe they knew it was a real opportunity and they finally kind of started seeing the vision and because they realized that this guy had saw something he saw a lot of potential in me and wanted to give me out of all people this opportunity to start a business with him and to this day I I can never be so thankful and grateful for for the opportunity that that man gave me Um, so we started a company selling medical equipment Um, now Prior to this, Danny Rowe and I had already started our own Shopify store running in the background. You know, we had no idea what we were doing, but we were trying. And while I'm more focused on learning from this entrepreneur that had given me an opportunity to start a business with him, I saw that opportunity as, okay, I'm 19. I can take six months off of e-commerce and learn how to run a business from a multi-multi-millionaire. And so I did that. I took six months off of e-commerce and went fully in on sales, selling medical equipment. And we blew up the company very, very quickly. Um, I left that job after eight months. Um, 
you know, after eight months, it was my first eight months in, in business. I had done multiple six figures in in-person sales. Um, and the company's actually exploding to this day. But <laughs> after the eight months I, I left because I had learned a ton from this man and, and he knew I wasn't going to stay there forever. He knew I was, I was there to help get the business off the ground. And for him, most importantly, to, to mentor me and, and show me the ways of business. And, and to this day, the most important lesson I learned from him, um, it doesn't only relate to e-commerce, it relates to business. Um, he, he told me the best closer can make, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe 500, maybe a million dollars a year, but the best business owner can make 500 million to a billion dollars. There's no cap a year. So I heard this when I was 19. So I set out, I said, okay, now I need to learn how to run a, a fucking a business. So this is a whole <laughs> That's concept, great. you know, than just trying to sell things. We're just trying to learn Facebook ads. It's a whole different concept. So yeah. I had that running in the back of my mind while I'm still developing my mindset and developing my skills. So I left that company and Danny Rowe was working with a group of guys, the group that we now have now, but the group at that point was only four people. Now we're at 14. Um, Danny Rowe was working for free for one of the guys being mentored. So I had left the business and uh, Danny Rowe was working for the group of guys that we currently have now, but the group was only at four and now we're at 14. So Danny wow. Rowe was working for free for one of the guys and I had an opportunity to join the company. Um, but the only cost was I had to work for free. Um, you know, I had made wow. an amount of money at the company that I was just with. So I was, uh, you know, I was able to do that and, um, you know, it wasn't much money, you know, nothing really actually at all. I was, I was still pretty broke, you know, 10 grand to my name. Um, to me at that point, you know, I could go for, you know, two months, three months for a living and, and food. Um, so I actually ended up living in a, a tiny little apartment, um, paying as little as I possibly could for a few months while I was working for free going off my life savings. And, um, I worked for over a year for free in e-commerce and learning wow. from a, a successful business owner that was five years older than me. Um, and that's, you know, what it really was is I sacrificed going from making money at a young age to seeing the bigger picture. And, and I knew that I wanted to be an e-commerce business owner for, for life. And I knew I had to take the sacrifice to go learn from someone just like the previous owner was in my last company. You know, I had the same opportunity again, but this was now told to work for free. So yeah. I didn't care. I took the opportunity. I did it for a year. You know, we, we crushed it. We made a ton of money. I learned an unbelievable amount. I mean, I was working 12 to 16 hours a day. I mean, my role in the company was the executor, you know, when something needed to be done, it was me wow. that was doing it. Um, and then, you know, Danny Rowe and I, we started our own companies after, you know, learning a ton and just really being in the business for, for, you know, years being in, in business situations for now at this point, two years. And, you know, we actually have a funny story with our, our first seven figure month is, you know, we're 19 years old. Um, we had our first seven figure month when we're, Dan might even, yeah, Dan was, we were both 19 and we hit our first seven figure month and wow. we didn't know how the fuck to handle it or we did not, <laughs> we did not have the systems in place. We did not have the procedures in place, but we had the marketing down. That's it. And 
we actually ended up getting fucked and we lost, we didn't end up losing money overall, but we lost a ton of the profits, you know, because our fulfillment was not in line. You know, our shipping time was for like seven fucking eight weeks. That's a funny story I've actually never really even shared. Um, But from that at 19, doing our first, you know, $1.3 million a month, you know, we knew we figured out how to make these sales. Now we're like, okay, back to my last thought. Now I need to learn how to run a business. And after that major loss, you know, we sat down and we said, okay, we know how to market now. We know how to sell. Um, now let's get everything else in line. So yeah. we did. And then, you know, we started building more and more companies and just crushing it. I mean, <laughs> doing crazy numbers and providing a great service. And, you know, it just feels incredible um, to be on the complete opposite end. And, and, you know, learning that lesson at that young age was just incredible. Um, yeah you know, we learned the skills on how to do seven figures in a month from our previous mentors, but we didn't personally have capital to invest in inventory. You know what I mean? So we got screwed at the end. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> but I'm glad, we glad we did because, <laughs> you know, we would probably wouldn't be here today. Um, you know, if that didn't happen. Yeah, man, this is an awesome story. Thanks for sharing the journey, man. Like, uh, you know, you touched on a lot of things and, uh, that I want to bring up here, which is just awesome. But I mean, the, the, the first point that that should be really obvious for people is that, you know, people outside looking in, I mean, the opportunity is great, but it's not like it's, you know, people outside looking in think it's some get rich quick scheme. Like it happens overnight. And, you know, what you just laid out, I mean, you took it to the point where, you know, you, you, worked for free for one year to, to learn the business and to learn the skills and then to apply it for yourself and, uh, and then grew, grew to that. So I was wondering if you could kind of speak to that. And for me, it's a, it's a little difficult to tell my story. I, I haven't done it too much, to be honest with you. And something I'd actually left out, was it, which is also huge, is, you know, I said I was living off my life savings that I was working for free for every year. You know, six months into that year, I was dead broke. I had zero dollars. Um, at wow. that point, I moved into Dan's apartment and I was living on his couch in his, in his fucking bedroom. Um, you know, wow. I lived on his couch for six months, uh, while working for free, um, literally didn't make a dollar. I, I like was eating fucking bread and fucking noodles and peanut butter and jelly. Like, yeah, incredible. And, you know, I saw the bigger picture. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, a year later, we moved into our first 10,000 square foot mansion with 12 e-commerce killers. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. Well worth it. I mean, it's, it's a really, really great story. And I think it's going to be inspirational for a lot of people. And just, just to see that, I mean, yeah, I mean, you made the sacrifice cause you, you saw the potential and you had the dream and you were just, you know, what was your mindset like at, you know, during that time? Was it just like, Hey, you're just going to do this. You know, you're not going to quit till it happens. Yeah. Well, it was exactly. Um, I was, whenever I had not free time, but whenever I had a second to listen to a podcast or audio, I was pounding Grant Cardone, Ed Milet, (laughs) you know, listening to the, just the craziest, you know, things that I'd never had heard growing up. And, you know, I'm, I'm hearing everything that they're saying, you know, Grant Cardone, fuck the middle class, like just the craziest (laughs) things. And, and I'm just like, I can relate with these guys more than anyone ever, like just yeah. with the way that they do everything. Yeah. And so that just really stuck with me really hard was, 
And that, that was another thing that, that, that definitely helped me very much. And yeah, my attitude was, you know, I can eat shit right now while I'm fucking 19. And then by the time I'm 24 and I'm a millionaire and I'm on a yacht, I'm on a 150 foot yacht, you know, scaling an e-commerce business, you know, that's, that's the real life. That's the, you know, when I'm living an abundant life with my family, with no worries, you know, that's, you know, that's the real life for me, you know? Yeah. And you made it happen for sure. You know, having the right attitude and maybe even speak to, you know, the level of action and and commitment that you put in. So like, I mean, you were consuming, I, I see a lot of people sometimes, you know, they're, they're, you know, it's very good to be consuming and consuming, but like, if you're not taking, you know, profit producing activities, you know, something that's going to actually build your business, uh, then, you know, it, then it's just a dream at that point, you know, nothing's really happening. So I was wondering if you could speak to that, like actually take, you know, take an action on. Take an action is what it all comes down to. And, and Grant Cardone's slogan, success is my duty. I lay <laughs> in my fucking mind. I'm telling yeah. you, I bought no joke a hundred success is my duty little stickers not not that little just stickers and i fucking slapped them in every room on every wall that i was looking at i put reminders i had 10 of them on my ceiling so when i'm laying in bed and i wake up in the morning the first thing i look at is success is my duty and i instilled that in my belief and just the way that i do everything in my fucking life that i believe success is my motherfucking duty and I'm just awesome. going to achieve it. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome, man, for yeah. sure. Thank you. And <laughs> really, just yeah, coming down to, you know, you're not going to be motivated every single day of the week. It's impossible. I'm not. Definitely not. Um, but you got to be willing to put in the work every single day, um, you know, or else you're not going to achieve the results that you really want. Yeah. Yeah. No, so true, man. That's powerful stuff for sure. I mean, putting those reminders in front of you. I mean, you could tell that. It, you know, every second making the most out of it every day. And then now fast forward to today, you know, I mean, you guys are absolutely crushing it. And, and maybe even, you know, share that with the audience. What's, you know, share the story about, you know, this is funny, you know, the first mansion and now you have the the second mansion. So let's start with the first one and then we'll lead into the second one. So when the group was small, um, you know, after that first year had went by when Dan and I were working for free, we were at about six people in the group and six months went by, added two people onto the group. Um, and our businesses were all doing, you know, very well at that point. You know, one of the guys just has a crazy idea. Let's, let's find a mansion. Cause, um, <laughs> we, we were all living in separate apartments in Philadelphia at that time. And one of the guys was like, Hey, let's, yeah, let's guys, let's go find a mansion and let's, let's all run our businesses out of the mansion and live together. And it's like a 24 seven mastermind. And so that's what we did. And one of the guys set out, <laughs> found us a mansion. Um, yeah. and I was 20. Dan was 20. Um, wow. The oldest guy in the group was 25, I believe maybe 26. So for us to get approved for a mansion, you know, they don't even care about, you know, what the financial situation is. They think it's, you know, a fraternity, you know, looking to throw a party. And luckily we found a business owner who had actually just sold a business for a billion dollars. And, you know, he loved our story and, you know, he met us, um, you know, loved our, our attitudes, our ambitions, where we were headed, what we were doing. And he was like, I want you guys to fuck 
can move into this house and I'll be able to live together and work together. And yeah. he was the coolest, you know, he owned the property. Uh, we leased it. And um, he was the coolest, the coolest guy. You know, I only That's met awesome. him briefly, but um, you know, he, he, that was another very motivating figure to, you know, know he owns our property and just sold a business for over a billion dollars. I mean, yeah. So he's a billionaire. <laughs> he's a very, very smart man. And, and for, for, to hear, you know, his opinions on our group and what we were doing and for him to be so, you know, proud and, and just like pretty, you know, astonished by it. It's, yeah, it's just a, an, an amazing feeling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really powerful, man. I, I remember, you know, when, and when speaking with Danny, as he was, as he was sharing uh, the story, I just like, man, that's gotta be the the coolest thing. Like, I mean, you guys are all operating your business in the house, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's like a, it's like a frat house, but you guys yeah. are in with the same mindset building your e-commerce business. Yeah. Uh, what does that feel like? That's gotta be the coolest. Honestly, it feels like a, almost like a business fraternity. You know, I never was in a fraternity. Um, you know, I always thought I would be the president of a fraternity when I was younger. Um, awesome. younger, but then yeah. I realized that wasn't the goal. That wasn't the dream. I want to be the president of, you know, a company and, um, yeah. It's, it was incredible. I mean, people are working at, you know, every hour of the night. I mean, it's crazy, you know? So we would all just get together, you know, we had an office, we had a few offices, you know, we had an extremely large family room and we would weekly, we would, you know, we have strategy sessions where, you know, somebody's business (laughs) a new strategy that's absolutely crushing it, you know, and then Dan and I will, you know, find a new strategy that's absolutely crushing it. And, you know, we all share extreme value and, and our, and we're not all direct business partners. We have multiple teams and multiple businesses. Um, but it's like, we almost are all direct business business partners is we're all there for each other, constantly sharing value and, and always there to, you know, help anyone out in any way that we can. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so, man. That's an awesome feeling. Like even today, right now, we have a guy that's been staying at our house for the past two nights who IPO to a, a company and exited for over a billion dollars. And, um, wow. He has, um, a business right now that is in over, I believe over 20,000 retail stores um, doing some good numbers and, and he actually now is interested in, in having us, you know, build out his e-commerce side. Wow. That's huge, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Man. <laughs> Pretty uh, cool right there. <laughs> that's powerful stuff, man. And, uh, and then let's uh, share the journey. Like, you know, now that you guys, you guys now moved uh, from Philadelphia to Colorado and what, what was the story and the journey behind that? So a few of the guys, you know, when they were younger, had always been in love with Colorado. And they kind of shouted out the idea because, you know, it's the e-commerce lifestyle. You know, we're, we're always traveling anyway. And they're like, hey, let's take advantage of this. Let's move across the country. And, you know, we, we all knew we wanted to move but didn't necessarily know where. But a few of the guys were absolutely in love with Colorado, pitched the idea, yeah, let's go to Colorado. We all went out there for two weeks. We went up to Hewitt, Denver, Breckenridge, you know, just checked out, you know, a few different areas and beautiful state. Yeah. Absolutely amazing for the mindset. I mean, the weather in here is, is incredible. Everyone thinks it's a winter wonderland. It's actually not, it's actually was, it's warmer than Philadelphia. And, um, we actually don't get snow that often here in Denver. So, and the frequency that our energies are always on because of, you know, the weather and the atmosphere out here just boosts our mindset and our businesses to the next level. So what's really important to us is, is the mindset, you know, and the, the areas that we put ourselves in, you know, to 
motivate ourselves and, and keep our energies high. So yeah. we love it. And, you know, we actually have an, a crazy story about this property. Um, the last guy that owned this house and built it um, got arrested in 2018 for running a multi $100 million Ponzi scheme. Um, his name's Gary Draggle. If you want to look him up, um, he's in thousands <laughs> of articles. And uh, my house is all over the internet. So he spent over $4 million alone of stolen money on the interior of this property. So this house is just, you know, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's just incredible. The, everything is just top of the line and it's, uh-huh. it's really something else. <laughs> wow. That's an amazing story for sure, man. One of the things that I do remember you guys are, you know, making really good use out of it as well. Like you guys had an event. Uh, last year, I, I think you called it, what was it? It was a Mavericks uh, yeah, it was, it was the mansion Ma- event. Mansion Mastermind, yep. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, speak a little bit about that, like how that went. Yeah, definitely. So for the past few years, I've been going to a lot of different entrepreneurial events, conventions, you know, c- connecting with a ton of people, just kind of watching how a lot of these events go down. You know, I'm sure a lot of these listeners have been into a ton and, and know exactly what I'm talking about here is, you know, a lot of the events they don't share a ton of crazy value and a lot of strategy, you know, that you can actually leave that day and go implement into your business. And mm-hmm. our team um, up until that point had actually, and, and until this day, we're still extremely low key on social media. Um, but up until that point before the event, I mean, we we're pretty much ghosts on social media and, you know, we wanted to kind of saw that gap in the market where, you know, let's, let's go pro- provide some value. And this is a way to, you know, get our names out there a little bit. So, you know, we barely didn't, we didn't even really charge for the event. Um, we had about a hundred people come out to the event and we just shared value that people could leave with that day and implement into their business. I mean, the Facebook ad strategies we were sharing, the different strategies we we're sharing for, for beginners to be able to start their business with low capital uh, was amazing. Uh, the testimonials, reviews we got from that event were, were incredible. Um, few guys left that event, went on to do six figures. Um, I'm actually working with two clients right now from that event that are, are the one student is crushing it and we're about to get started with the second. So very excited with that. Um, so that event was awesome and we'll, we'll definitely be having one up and coming sometime here in 2020, um, you know, as we love to share value and, and help people out any way that we can. Yeah. Wow, man. That's awesome, man. And it's good to hear, you know, even that kind of follow up so that people that attended that event and that you continued to work with and, you know, having smashing success and you're helping them to take it to that next level as well, uh, which is, (laughs) that's great, man, for sure. And uh, one of the things that I was going to talk about, you know, let's say, you know, let's even talk about, you know, some strategies or say, even for the newbie that's listening to the podcast, you know, what would you recommend, you know, for them, you know, as far as getting started, getting their feet wet with drop shipping? Sure. So aside from a central strategy that you can implement right away is, is I would say, and, you know, after meeting with this nine figure entrepreneur that's in my house right now is, is we were going over the most important things in business and the most important things to success. And the number one thing is actually your team. So and, and I realized that and Dan realized that, you know, when we were younger and that's why we were willing to work for a year for free because we know we were building onto the team, you know, at that time we worked for free because we didn't have much value to provide other than hunger and, you know, the ability to learn fast work, you know, any amount of hours in the day and really just do anything. So that's yeah. the only value we have to 
offer. So if you're a beginner and you don't know, you know, much to anything, I would say, try to get on a team, try to surround yourself with people in your situation that are also hungry, you know, that want to get started in drop shipping and entrepreneurship yeah. commerce, or reach out to people above you and, and try to work for them for free, you know, offer yeah. them value, let them know that, Hey, I'm fucking hungry. I want and will change my life. Let me add value to your business. Let me be the grinder for your business. You know, let me do whatever it takes to, to, to learn from you. Um, yeah. And most people don't do that. I just got a DM today from somebody saying, do you, do you, would you want to partner with me? And he's, I was just messaging the kid for the past few days, you know, as he's a beginner and, you know, he's asked me questions. I'm, I'm answering him, you know, giving him so much value. And then, you know, he asked me if I want to, would want to partner with him. And I said to him, I said, ask yourself this question, like, what value are you providing from to me for me to want to partner with you? I said, I have everything to offer to the table. You know, what do you have to offer? Yeah. And, you know, he, he, and I didn't say it in a rude way. I, I, you know, I, I, it was constructive and he actually really appreciated it. And, um, you know, he, he realized, and I, I told him what I was just saying, I, you know, I tried to tell him to find a partner or find someone that he can go learn with yeah. and he really appreciated that. And that kind of opened his mind to a new perspective. So those are a few things that, you know, you can do as a beginner getting started yeah. out, but so no, I like, I like that you mentioned that just even, you know, pause there that, cause I think you're probably one of the first to actually mention, you know, plug into a team and, and a group. And, you know, even as you shared your journey, you know, as, as you guys been operating your business as a group, you talked about the benefits there and uh, they even give you some background context. Like I'm based out of Chicago and uh, over the last year, you know, I, at, at the same time I was looking, I was like, okay, well, what e-commerce group, what dropshipping group is in Chicago that, uh, that I could, you know, connect with and network with. And there wasn't anything popping off. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I should do it. And uh, so me and a, and a couple of guys decided to, to do it. And now I would say over six months has grown to like over 220 members. And we're doing, you know, these, you know, weekly workshops, helping people get started. But then there's also a third, third of the people that are living that laptop lifestyle. So, you know, we have other, you know, major events and things like that. But I like that you mentioned, you know, plugging into a team, you know, or a group or someone that you can connect with, make those connections and, and reach out to and, and that type of community that's like lifting each other up, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, that's fantastic. Uh, that's, 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 that's awesome. I'm glad you, you know, took the initiative to start that because, you know, you didn't have it. And there's a prime example right there. You know, why can't you, the listener, you know, if you don't know anyone, fucking start something, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 That's probably the best way to do it. Like, you know, get it started if, if there's nobody there. And, um, but yeah, so, so many ways to do it. I think that's, that's really great advice. And, uh, so say it as if they're starting their store, you know, there's, there's always that approach. And I'm curious, like what, what, uh, you would recommend, you know, people do that general store or niche store or yeah. single product store. Like what would you recommend for, for somebody getting started there? So I always recommend a niche store, but I also recommend, and I don't even recommend it's actually a necessity or you won't succeed um, <laughs> you need to frequently be testing different products. So you don't necessarily need to be too tied up in a niche, but what what I do and what 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 really really works and and how I built my first super 
successful stories, I found one winning product that was super unique, super cool. And it was in, you know, a certain niche. So I then built a collection of, of 30 other products around my winner. And mm-hmm. I moved my winning product down and I said, how can I build a support, supporting collection around this product to, you know, have an, an average order value over $40, um, have a, a high conversion rate and, you know, have an opportunity to have, you know, more than a one-time a purchase because, you know, if you're only selling one product, you know, who's going to come back and buy it a second time, chances are that one product, you know, they don't need it again. So you're not building any sustainability, you know, if you don't, you know, have something for your customers to, to come back and, you know, have options to choose from. Yeah. So yeah. That's what I would recommend. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Really good for sure. And, uh, and then I like that and maybe even speak uh, a little bit about that, which is, you know, those type of techniques to, that they should be thinking about to increase their, their average order value. So, I mean, we use a different, a couple of different Shopify apps, and another key thing, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> I had a little burp, um, is to make your your store very easy to shop on. So you want to mm-hmm. you want to make your it very easy for your customer to be able to come to your store and purchase multiple items. Now yeah. you, you see these beginner Shopify stores. You go to their store, you can't even find their fucking products. I'm like, <laughs> I have my best products on my homepage. I send the majority of my traffic directly to my collection page. So they immediately, instead of even being on the homepage and having a chance of bouncing, I send them directly to my collection. So they see all of my products. Now they clicked my ad because they were intrigued by my, my winning product. And then they go to the collection. I'm getting very cheap clicks to my collection. Um, and then they have a supporting products all around them and, and they're very similar products. They're niche products. Um, chances are that somebody else, you know, that likes this product is going to find something else that they can relate to or like, and, you know, they're going to purchase that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. So you, so from your ad, you have a go to the collection, not just that product that was displayed in the ad. Exactly. Yeah. The majority of the time, I would say, you know, 80, 90% of the time we're sending the traffic directly to the collection page. Wow. Powerful, man. Yeah. Hey, that's a good tip, a good takeaway there for sure. Because <laughs> I'm assuming you found that that works better than just sending them directly to that. Yeah, after a couple million dollars to spend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff, man. Yeah. 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 Great tip for sure. Test it out, folks. Test it out. Yeah, man. No, this is great stuff. And you know what, what I'm curious about is like, you know, what are you doing now as, uh, to kind of keep yourself on the edge and, uh, you know, as far as the latest stuff, you know, so uh, the business model that we use and the, and the, and the marketing techniques and strategies that we have are in our next level. People just can't compete with them. So, you know, Mm -hmm. stay ahead of the game by constantly learning and constantly evolving and and not being comfortable. You know what I mean? So you need to be aware that, you know, the game is, is always changing always. So you yeah. need to be on top of it and, you know, you can't just rely, you know, on Facebook ads cause you know, Facebook could go down any day, you know, Facebook could kick you off any day they want, you know, their algorithms always changing. They're always testing new things, you know, while your ads are live running. So, you know, you need to have a lot of different strategies to, you know, 
really build a sustainable, you know, brand that's going to last and, and, and make you a ton of profit. No, that's a good point. So you're diversifying the channels, kind of spreading it out so that, uh, so that you're covered. So like in your, are you only using Facebook or are you using other forms of advertising we're as well? Multiple. We're using, we're using as many platforms as we can. And, you know, we're always trying to learn, you know, any platform that has a, a you know, a marketing, you know, spot for us, you know, we're going to, we're going to try to take advantage of that and yeah. you know, really build a, a, a real brand versus a, you know, just a drop shipping store where, you know, you're just trying to make a quick buck is, you know, you need to be all over the place. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe even talk about that. Cause I, I think that this is actually really cool is that, and, and I think the audience should, uh, should be mindful of that is, is that, you know, now fast forward to today, you know, you're not really drop shipping anymore because you guys are making investment in the inventory uh, that you guys have for for your niche branded stores, but maybe even talk about that journey, like you know that transition from uh, where from drop shipping to now you're you're you know making the investment where you're you know you're an invested e-commerce uh, business. Yeah. So the only drop shipping store I actually ever ran was the first store that Dan and I started uh, right out of high school. We were we were drop shipping, um, but then when I actually went to work on um, that the, joined the team and worked for free, they were actually already ordering inventory in bulk and um, had some relationships with manufacturers in China and in a few different countries in the United States. So, you know, I saw them getting the products for the absolute lowest cost at, you know, at possible. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. While being able to do a lot of different things to the products that, you know, the typical dropshipper getting their products on AliExpress, Alibaba just cannot. Um, so that's Indeed. another thing stand out from the market is you know we're able to make all of our products unique to any certain brand that we're running um so that's another awesome thing another advantage but you know when i was doing this and when i was still learning in e-commerce working you know that year for free and even still to this day is you know when i was going to these events starting out um you know everyone was drop shipping everyone and they're all selling the same products you know they got <laughs> you know, five weeks shipping time, you know, their, their, their images and their sites just look like, you know, a Chinese website selling crap. And, yeah. you know, nowadays we're ordering tons of inventory and trying to provide, you know, an extremely fast shipping time. So, you know, we're, we're, we're now focused on building a brand rather than just trying to get quick cash grabs, which yeah. we, you know, sort of used to do when we started out. Yeah. Awesome, man, man, that's, that's very good. And so, so hopefully the audience is catching that is like, you can use drop shipping as a stepping stone. So like, you know, so say for future products that you're testing, are you just going like, you know, are you just buying all in before testing or are you still using drop shipping to maybe test to so, see if it's a product worth investing? Yeah. So we're, we're, uh, it's awesome. We actually have amazing relationships with some of the best manufacturers all around the world and they're able to create products extremely fast and, you know, at an extremely high quality. So what we'll do, for example, is, you know, say I find a, a product that I think could potentially be a winner. I, you know, I'm going to put it on, I'm going to build a new store around it and I'm going to build a collection around it. And I might not even build a, an entire collection around it from the start, but you know, I'll, I'll toss it up on the store with at least 20 uh, products total. And, um, I will test it with an extremely low spend, um, on Facebook and, you know, depending on the metrics that I see, I know if it's going to be a winner and I know if I'm going to be able to 
this product and this collection to, you know, extremely high numbers, you know, six and seven figures in the first 30 days or not. And um, honestly, if I don't like the metrics that I'm seeing, I go back into product development and research and I, you know, I, I change things up. I re re change the products. I um, do more product development and research and I, I create new products. And um, yeah, something that really works for us is we innovate a lot of the products nowadays that we're selling. So we're the only brand, we're the only company selling it and we own, own it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll say competitive advantages. We're creating unique products and niching them down and, you know, going into niches and hitting them with products that they've never seen before. And they're fucking, they're just amazed and they're just scooping it up and they're loving it. No, a really good point. And I, and I think that's what I'm seeing even as a common pattern. So like, you know, some of these, you know, eight figure producers, they're looking to, to be unique and own that supply chain. So that gives you that, that competitive advantage that it raises that barrier of entry for someone to, yeah, to jump in. And, definitely. and yeah. you know, this is a great example of, of how amazing, you know, having relationships with manufacturers is, is, you know, last year, and it's about to happen again this year, last Chinese new year, um, Dan and I scaled a store to, um, $2.9 million. Wow. The competition was low, no drop, <laughs> drop shippers were drop shipping, you know, they weren't running ads and yeah. we were able to take advantage of it. it. <laughs> one of our biggest record sales. Yeah. So this is your next biggest thing next to black Friday, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome, man, for sure. And uh, actually, speaking of Black Friday, so what was your Black Friday like? Was that uh, was that killer? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was great. Um, it, it was good. Um, something that we were able to take massive advantage of is our email list on Black on the not only Black Friday but you know the entire month. Yeah, um, one of the stores I did over 150k in revenue through email alone. In wow, um, you know the seven days of the black Friday weekend. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was good. And, and that's, you know, also why we're, we're more so focused now on, on building brands and everlasting companies is, is, um, you know, take, take example of, um, what's the company, um, the Jim shark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what they did, I think it was Jim shark, right. They did, um, like 30, they sold 3 million products on black Friday. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know the number, but yeah, that's it awesome, either, man. It was either Gymshark or or that other big, uh, you know, gym attire company. I can't remember the name at the moment, but um, yeah. they, you know, they're a huge established brand, so they were able yeah. to take advantage of that, and that's just insane. So yeah, focus now on really building a brand that that is sustainable and building an asset, you know, that we'll we'll be able to exit in the future yeah. for a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about the brand and then maybe even speak a little bit about, you know, taking care of your customers. Like you wouldn't be able to email your customers, you know, if you didn't take care of them in the first place yeah, Absolutely. You know, to follow up, maybe talk about that. So something that another thing we do for our brands that is huge and, and it, it creates repeat customers. And I recommend this for, for you guys listening is we create communities within our, our, our companies. So we'll wow. create, Facebook groups um, and start a community where we're bringing our customers together and almost like creating this little niched family, you know, cause these people are all in the same niche, you know, they're all into the same things and, you know, maybe they don't have a best friend, you know, near them that, you know, is exactly like them, but they, 
find yeah. them on Facebook. So, you know, we've created groups with thousands and thousands of people um, to where, you know, we, the, the, the customers are, are literally having conversations, you know, they're, they're talking with each other, making friends. Um, so that, that's another thing that, 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 that's one value prop. That's, that's huge. Um, we have an entire tree of customer service. Um, you know, we have a whole sector of, of, you know, customer service, um, to make sure all of our customers are being taken care of. So, you know, we have a high level manager that we're paying thousands and thousands of dollars to every month as she's on top of the tree of customer service, you know, the manager overseeing our, our agents, um, and, you know, answering them, you know, we try to answer all of our customers within the hour, um, you know, and to be able to do that and show them that we're, you know, an American company, um, they love it. And not, yeah. not, you know, not that we're saying, not that we're saying we're American company that we, you know, sell all of our products and they're all made in America, but, you know, that we're, we're based in America and we're American people. And, you know, we even have phone numbers that they can call and, you know, we don't hire, we used to hire overseas customer service agents, but, you know, now um, for the past year and a half, we, we, we caught that because um, we just found that Americans, you know, they just, you know, obviously connect with Americans better. So yeah. you know, we try to put very personable people in there that, you know, are there to help out the customers and, and know everything, you know, about our business and are able to provide them an awesome response. Wow, man. Yeah, that's huge for sure. And you can see, I mean, so I think the audience will totally grasp. I mean, putting this together, I mean, you take care in every part of your business and together, I mean, I think that's the formula for success and you guys are just kind of building it from there. And then it, it builds that longevity that, uh, that you guys have. Um, man, this is really awesome stuff for sure, man. So, you know, one of the things, uh, I wanted, I remember catching that, uh, you were talking about like the consulting business that you guys were, you know, working on, uh, between, uh, you and Danny. I was wondering if you could share that with the audience. Yeah, absolutely. So Dan and I, for the past few years, we haven't been working with any clients and we see, you know, most e-com entrepreneurs try to, you know, sell these courses and everything. Dan and I were too busy, you know, actually growing companies and getting real results. And, you know, now that we have a team that frees up our time, you know, more of our time to where we're in the business owner role now, um, we have more time to, you know, take on students, build a consulting business. So we've been connected with a few people, you know, more than others through social media over the past few years, actually creating, you know, genuine friendships, you know, a few kids that I've been helping out, just giving them, you know, free value, answering any question for them, you know, here and there, hanging out with them, you know, seeing them at entrepreneurial events um, and them just knowing our results and wanting to work with us. So we had uh, two, two students. Uh, we took on one uh, two and a half months ago. He's actually currently a junior in college, a 21 year old. He had done about 50 K in revenue previous to this and naturally is a pretty smart guy, hard worker. Um, you know, key thing, hard worker actually really is, you know, willing to do anything that we tell him he needs to do. And, you know, even other than us telling him what to do, you know, he tries to figure things out for himself, which is great. So awesome. this first student, um, he came out to the mansion for two nights. We showed him how we do a ton of product research. We did product research. We found a product that we thought was unique that might have the opportunity to scale and and we built a collection around it, niche down the store. And immediately the first day of testing, um, like I said before, what we do is we do low, te low budget testing to prove the collection or not. 
Um, we spent $200 that day on ads uh, on Facebook and we did about $1,400 in return. Um, wow. And the metrics <laughs> that we were seeing, you know, the cost per clicks, um, yeah. everything that we were seeing was just so cheap. And we saw the metrics that we knew, okay, shit, we could hit, you know, we could do seven figures this month with this collection. Um, wow. but that was a brand new product actually. So we had to slow down sales a little bit and wait for our manufacturers to get up in, in production. But that first month while taking it very, very, very slow and super low spend at a very high margin and high row as we did over 25 K in the first 20 days, which was in December. And then the next month we it took about two months for the supplier to make this product. And, um, in December, we, we did over, um, I think it was over 65 K and, um, yeah, the students just been, been crushing it and you know, <laughs> been, he yeah. just lost over a hundred K in revenue, uh, a little bit ago. And, um, consistently throughout the hundred thousand dollars of revenue, um, we're at like a 3.1 for, you know, all of that revenue and spend on Facebook. Um, wow. which, which is great. I mean, this was yeah. our that we took on and, um, you know, we're able to, this kid's a, a college student, you know, if he can do it, if, you know, anyone can do it. Um, yeah. It already made, you know, more profit than, you know, most of these listeners ever had. And um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. And it, and it feels cool to, you know, this yeah. we, we sort of changed his life in a way. Um, yeah, definitely. Right now, and he's, you know, going to continue to get that amazing results. And we we're actually building out a case study right now. So we look forward to dropping that. And then our second um, student that we actually took on was a previous guest on this show. And, and you know him, yeah. uh, Bogdan. And yeah. <laughs> everyone knows the famous, uh, you know, little yeah. stuff happened earlier in the year in the e-commerce industry. And, um, you know, so it's pretty cool to, I've been connected with Bogdan for a while now. And yeah. Uh, and his story is powerful because, uh, and even for, uh, I'll, I'll re- uh, like a little recap of Bogdan's story because, you know, it, it, it connects with, with quite a few people that, uh, you know, he, he was kind of scammed out of like $10,000. And when, when he spoke out, it, it, it pretty much went viral within the e-commerce community. And it was a cool thing that I think at the time, you know, there was, you know, some people that, uh, you know, you know, at least following that lent, you know, lent them some, uh, expertise to help, you know, get him on his feet and stuff like that. And, is his story of, of, you know, being scammed and then raising the flags. And, and then now, you know, you know, helping others to increase that awareness to, to be mindful of that. Cause you know, there's scammers out there and that's the whole point of the podcast as well. You know, I try to do my best to do the research. I have uh, people like you that have been keeping it real uh, so that people, you know, can, can hear the journey, hear the work behind it, but also hear that the opportunity is great if you work for it and connect with the right people. Um, but yeah, when Bogdan shared his story and I think it's really cool that, I mean, he's looking to connect with you guys, you know, to really take it uh, to the next level, but yeah, maybe you could share, share more about, uh, about him working with you. Yeah. So, so previous to that whole scandal, I had already known Bogdan for almost a year at that point. Wow. Um, you know, always talking shop with him, you know, Oh, was there to answer any question. And, you know, he's always been a smart guy, had uh, pretty good results for himself in the beginning. Um, and he wanted to work with Dan and I previous to the, 
to the, you know, that other scandal. And Dan and I were always running our own stores and didn't take on any, 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 any clients. So we didn't end up working together and he ended up going into that and getting scammed. And, um, you know, I remember when he first went publicly about it, um, I fucking loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. I love, Bob and he, you know, he'll fucking tell you how it is. So yeah. then he did it and it blew up in the e-commerce community and, um, a few months went yeah. by. That was probably what six months ago, maybe. Um, yeah, you know, Bogdan continued to to not quit, and um, you know, then went on to still get some good results from himself. While we still had a genuine relationship, um, and he knew that Dan and I were always crushing it and having you know pretty pretty cool results. Um, and then Dan and I, after we blew up our first student, um, and we realized that we had time to take on Bogdan, you know, our also our good friend. Yeah, you know, we, uh, we told him that we could take him on and he, you know, he, he was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. I would love to. <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah. I think that's, that's going to be a huge success story as well. Uh, you know, what you guys are doing and, uh, and I think it's really awesome. I mean, you, you guys, uh, you and Danny, you've been building your business, put things in place. And it is cool that now you freed up your time. And now with the time that you have available, you know, you're looking to give back and, and, you know, help, help people that are in that position, uh, to move. Um, so as far as a consulting, like how many people are you taking on or, you know, for the audience listening, you know, what, yeah. uh, so we're, we're, we're still in the same boat where, you know, we, we definitely don't work with beginners. Um, yeah. the two students that we had worked with, you know, already had good results themselves and yeah. saved up a little money and, um, you know, we're looking and, and actually hundred percent ready to, you know, actually fucking change their lives and, and really, you know, had proven to us already, you know, that they were willing to do whatever it takes and, you know, wouldn't quit and weren't only looking to get rich quick because, you know, if you're looking to get rich quick and you think that's this, you know, that's only, you know, the only thing that's going to come from e-commerce then, you know, yeah. um, so yeah. And, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Right now, we're 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 looking to move into more of the of the high ticket consulting, um, working with high level business owners, people that have already been in business for a while. Um, we're we're actually offering a service, a done for you service. Um, mm-hmm. You know, essentially, we will build an e commerce store for you. You know, manage it for you completely, run the ads. Um, you know, with some, with some crazy results behind it. Um, That's awesome we're offering that service and we actually just got our first client in that. And, uh, you know, I'm looking to connect with celebrities and, and, you know, some of the highest, you know, figures that don't have a massive e-commerce side, you know, to where Dan and I could come in and, you know, blow them up. Like we have this company here I touched on earlier, you know, this nine figure entrepreneur has this company selling, it's called wild Zora as the business. Um, they're in over, I believe 20,000, um, retail stores, and, you know, he knows our results. Uh, one of the guys in our group actually connected with him, um, made a great connection with him and um, told him about, you know, what we have going on here with the crew. And he was blown away and wanted to come spend two nights here at the house. And wow. obviously we're let this guy, you know, come do that. And we're, 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 you know, it's blowing our way, the value he's providing to us and the knowledge we're learning from him. Yeah. Um, incredible. But so we're, we're looking to do more things like this is, you know, for a company that is a massive company that might be missing the marketing side, you know, we can come in, um, you know, get some equity in that business and yeah. blow them up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could totally see that. And I think there's probably a huge market for that. Cause I mean, there's, you know, there's 
big established brands and they probably, you know, have that success, but they started out on platforms, you know, maybe selling on Amazon or in, or in retail stores. Um, but now they're realizing, you know, the impact of, uh, you know, marketing this way directly, you know, to the customer, uh, in e-commerce, which is just awesome and powerful. So yeah, man. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. I'd say for the audience listening, you know, you can see, you know, those are probably the two types, uh, of, uh, of candidates that, you know, that they'd be interested in, in looking in and say for the newbie that's getting started, what should they do? What, what should they do? So there are other people out there, you know, that are, are willing to help the newbie, you know, for a newbie, shoot me mm-hmm. a message on Instagram. You know, I'm glad to help you out whenever I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Love to. Um, but for a newbie, I mean, man, just get started. Don't be scared. You know, be ready to take a couple losses. Uh, seriously. I mean, be ready to lose some money. Um, yeah. Just take the risks and, and not be comfortable. Um, just get started <laughs> and, and do it tomorrow yeah. and the next day and, and stay consistent and be consistent every single day. I mean, you know, if you start at a young age, you know, and you're consistent and you, you have the right mindset, you know, you're doing the right things, you know, you're eventually going to become successful if you never quit. Yeah. Yeah. No, very well said too. <laughs> and I like the way you were smiling as you're telling them, you know, be willing to go do it, take your losses. You're going to get through it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's about the journey folks. It's all about the journey. You're going to get through as long as you, you hold on. And, uh, yeah, that was good. So the best way to follow you is through Instagram. Yeah. And what's your tag name? Instagram is at Kyle Karsh, K Y L E underscore K A R S C H. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. We'll be sure to leave uh, links there in, in the show notes as well. Um, but awesome stuff, man, man, you, we dropped a lot of value. I feel like we could be talking for hours on this stuff and, uh, yeah, the, the time was going by and I want to be respectful of, of your time as well. One thing that just came to mind, is it cool to follow up with you maybe six months down the road, see how things are going? Absolutely, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it whenever. That's be yeah, That'd be awesome, man, for sure. Well, you dropped a lot of value here. I, man, I really appreciate it. And I want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away. So for the audience, you know, if you're a beginner sitting there, you know, still contemplating on how to get started or, or what should I do? You know, how can I achieve results and just get started? You're not going to know the fucking answer to that question, man. You just got to do it. Um, you're, you're not going to know the answers to all the questions you never will. So you just got to take the action, get started, you know, be excited that you don't know the answers, but you'll find them through action. So just take action and be consistent. Very well said. Take action, folks. Man, this is awesome. Yeah. Kyle, man, thanks again, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Uh, fuck yeah. I love being here on the show today and I look forward to being on it again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. Endorsed by Player FM, you help make Tech Money Talks the number one dropshipping podcast on the planet. You help the show go mainstream because Tech Money Talks podcast is now officially sponsored by Spotify. If you're ever in Chicago, join our Dropship Chicago meetup group held at 1871 to meet with me personally and other professional dropshippers. We do meetings weekly. I'm now producing new, valuable content on YouTube weekly. Go check it out and subscribe. Tech Money Talks is teaching you all about money-making opportunities that technology can bring. We're just getting started. There's more great things to come. Stay plugged in. Throw me a shout-out. And remember, you're just one product away.